there's a new class of blockbuster drugs. Drugs like Ozempic. They're changing bodies. And all of a sudden, just the weight starts falling off. Fortunes. It just got too expensive. They're just bank breakers. And industries. There was a lot of excitement. There was a lot of skepticism. The impact of these drugs from business to health is just beginning. From the journal, Trillion Dollar Shot. Find it in the journal feed wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Sports Criminals March Madness Special. Every day in March, we're counting down the top 31 sports scandals from 1990 to 2020. In today's episode, we go back to the year 2000. The Paralympics are meant to bring athletes with physical and intellectual disabilities together to compete against one another in a variety of Olympic events. But one country wanted to win so badly, it submitted players with no disabilities. If you like this episode, come back tomorrow for more shocking sports events from history on our March Madness special. As always, you can listen free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. October 24, 2000. The Spanish Paralympic basketball team, composed of athletes with intellectual disabilities, lined up to receive their medals. After defeating Russia in the grand finals, 87-63, to you'd expect the Spanish players to be exuberant. Instead, most stared meekly at the ground as their national anthem played. By contrast, the Russian players seemed much happier, smiling and waving sportingly at the crowd. It wasn't nerves keeping the Spanish players quiet. It was a dark secret. Out of the 12 men on the team, only two of them actually had learning difficulties. The others had only pretended to be disabled, hoping that competing in the Paralympics would make it easier for them to win a gold medal. They may have won the tournament, but they brought disgrace to their home country. Welcome to Sports Criminals, a ParCast original. This is the 11th episode in our March Madness special. This month, we're counting down the top 31 sports scandals from 1990 to 2020. I'm Carter Roy. And I'm Tim Johnson. In today's episode, we're going back to the year 2000, when the Paralympics were blatantly gamed by a group of cruel, unscrupulous athletes. In May of 2000, Carlos Ribagorda went to his first training session as a member of the Paralympic basketball team. A journalist by day, Ribagorda said he was stunned by what he saw. He later told The Guardian, there were five months of training with not a single disabled person in sight. The two genuinely disabled players came from outside Madrid. The scheme was masterminded by Fernando Martín Vicente, who at the time was the head of Spain's Federation for Mentally Handicapped Sport. He deliberately recruited players without mental disabilities, like Ribagorda, to make it easier for the team to win. And because learning difficulties can be difficult to detect, for a while, the Spanish team got away with it. According to Ribagorda, the players were supposed to be given an IQ test to qualify for the Paralympics. To be eligible to play, they had to score an IQ below 75. However, the Spanish team was never actually given such a test. 
The only thing Ribagorda had to do to qualify at the first training session was to do six push-ups in a row. Once the Spanish team began competing, they were asked several times by the higher-ups to put on a show of being mentally disabled. Apparently, this was a step too far for most of the players who refused to put on an act. Despite playing it straight, none of the other athletes seemed to suspect the Spanish team of lying. During the first game against China, the Spanish players ran up the score, gaining a lead of 30 points. Eventually, they made it all the way to the finals where they took the gold. But only days after the win, the Spanish press started to get suspicious. A photo of the winners ran on the front page of the newspaper Marca. A few readers recognized some of the players in the photo and knew they weren't intellectually disabled. Soon, rumors were swirling that the Spanish players had cheated. A few days later, Ribagorda came forward and brought the scandal to light. Fernando Martín Vicente was forced to step down, and the players had to return their medals. Vicente was eventually subjected to heavy fines. But the consequences weren't just limited to the cheaters. After 2000, all events for athletes with intellectual disabilities were stripped from the Paralympics until the organization determined a better way to verify players' disabilities. They gradually started to reintegrate persons with intellectual disabilities back into the games in 2004, but didn't bring all the events back until the 2012 Paralympics. Ensuring fair play is an obstacle in every sport, but rarely do players attempt to cheat as blatantly as Spain did in 2000. Hopefully, the public shame that resulted will discourage other teams from trying such underhanded tactics. Thanks for listening to Sports Criminals March Madness. We'll be back tomorrow with next year's scandal. You can catch our other episodes of Sports Criminals for free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. 